Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We have a one-shot scenario for you entitled, What's in the Cellar? It was written by John Hook, and uh, Jeff Wilkins will be our GM. Hopefully it's just wine in the cellar, but we'll see. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Jeff? All right. Thanks, Tom. All right, we're going to start. Uh, we've already just spent a little bit of time. Everyone just chose their characters. They're, these are all pre-gens. Uh, so let me just do a quick little recap. I'm, I'm not going to... Well, okay. So we're going to have Ken is going to be playing an author. Uh, Ford is going to be playing an architect. Wayne's going to be playing a psychologist. And Tom's going to be a private eye, private detective. All right. Um, you know what? Let, let's do that. Let's. I, I sent you each a quick, you know, one or two paragraphs. Um, it gives you like a suggested motivation for your character and a little bit of a background. So why don't you get? You can either just read that directly if you want, or just. Use that as a seed and just uh, expand on it however you want to expand on it. Um, so let's introduce your characters that way. Um, be aware of your stats too. So like if your size is like a 70, decide, you know, if you want to be really tall or a little bit on the heavier side. Um, so let's do, uh, Tom, why don't you start us off? All right. Well... My name is uh, Sal Rumberger. I'm a private investigator uh, working out of New York. I work for the offices of uh, uh, Joseph Klein, and uh, I have been hired uh, to investigate uh, the in innocence of a certain individual. And uh, uh, I, uh, I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm not personally involved, so I could care. Last one way or the other, if I can find out that he's innocent, I, that's good. That's what I want to do. If I can't, at least I'm going to do my job, because I always do my job as well as I can possibly do it. That's it. Hey, you. You go next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with, how about Ken? Do you want to do Okay. Uh, my name's Jeffrey Clark, and I'm a, an author of unexplained mysteries and books on the occult um, as it happens I'm a, a relative of Arthur Blackwood and one one of the reasons I'm here is I want to prove that Arthur is innocent in fact he asked me to help with that because he knows of my interest in mystery and my, my writing about mystery so um, I'm really intrigued about what the 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 murder of Rose Blackwood and uh, if Arthur didn't do it, who did? That's me. And okay. uh, who do we have left? Uh, Ford, what, did you do yours? Uh, no, not yet. Um, I'm Ford. I'm playing uh, Eric Hughes. Uh, he's an architect, uh, about middle-aged. Uh, recently just started up his own little firm after working uh, about a uh, 10 years with the Shandor Architecture uh, Company in New York, a um, friend of, um, of the Blackwood family. Um, and uh, I'm looking at helping out with the situation with uh, looking into this uh, 
this uh, case of, uh, of uh, Mrs. Blackwood uh, being murdered and uh, trying to help out my friend here. And, and it's just a horrific situation. And I just want to make sure that he has his name cleared because he'd never do something like this. Uh, something's going on, and, and I want to be there for my friend on this. Perfect. And last but not least, Mr. Wayne. All right. I am playing Dr. Robert Gray Pennyworth. And I've been hired by uh, the law offices of Joseph Klein. Um, I'm there to assist in proving the innocence of Arthur Blackwood. Um, I'm particularly intrigued by the case. Um, there is something that strikes similarity or some familiarity uh, to the Blackwood name. Um, I remember my grandmother mentioning the Blackwoods, but uh, for some reason, I can't quite remember what that entails. Like, I, I have no idea uh, currently what she was talking about when, she, when it came to the Blackwoods. So right now, I'm here helping helping to prove the innocence of uh, Arthur. Hopefully, he is held innocent because that's what I'm hired to do. Perfect. All right, so we are starting today is Saturday, March 2nd, 1929. And it is actually eight months after Arthur Blackwood was arrested for murder of his wife. As you enter the law office of Joseph Klein, you look upon a breathtaking view of New York skyline. Klein bids you all welcome and gestures for you all to take a seat. Gentlemen, gentlemen, come in, sit down. Um, we have a little heavy subject to talk about, but I hope things will start to become clear to you, at least clear as possible. Uh, this is some strange situations here going on. Uh, sitting on Klein's desk is a large box with a pair of strange wheels and a row of buttons on its face. Klein says, thank you for coming. And as he shakes your hands, he says, as you're all aware, Arthur Blackwood is facing the electric chair. I'm trying to negotiate a lifetime prison sentence, but the outlook is bleak. Klein places a hand on the strange box on his desk, and he says, this is a magnetic voice recorder. I use it to record conversations with defendants so that you can hear their exact statements in their own words. These are brand new to the company, that, uh, and the company that makes them is a client of ours. So we got access to this prototype. So Klein reaches over, he presses a button, and, and says, Arthur has a message for you. The wheels begin to turn around, the tape starts to spin through, and you can hear Arthur's scratchy voice emanating from the box. Cousin, please, you must help me. I can't explain it. I never believed in the stories, for they were too fantastic to be real. But the Blackwood family line is both blessed and cursed. A genie lives in the cellar of the family cabin, but to control it, you must find my ring. I dropped it, I think, in the cellar. Please find my ring and prove to the police that the genie exists. Please, I implore you, find my ring, for it is the only thing that, I can, pro that can prove my innocence. And then the tape ends. A genie? Are we, are, are, are we seriously investigating... A genie? Well, 
Arthur's mental state has been. Yeah, I, not, I get it. Not so much. I mean, this guy's a loon. He will. Oh, um, that's, that's not. That's not proper. No, no. He's always been a level-headed gentleman. Uh, although I'm, I'm beginning to question here this whole genie business. Something must have happened to him, and you know, to to shake him up. And you know, since he is a little shaken, you know, perceptions oh. could be different. I, I ain't a psychologist uh, like the good doctor here, but uh, I imagine if his wife died, uh, he might be grief-stricken, or I don't know if that sort of thing makes any sense. Yes, there's a little bit more information, so let me let me get to that. Um, Klein, well, first of all, Klein will also tell you that Arthur was his law partner, so there they are friends and coworkers too. Blackwood's a lawyer. Yes. Uh, so Klein opens a manila folder, and he shows you a photograph of the cellar beneath the Blackwood cabin. The photograph shows dark earthen walls lined with shelves and a white floor of crushed shells and gravel. A large amount of blood is splashed and splattered across the floor. As you can see, there's no such thing as a genie, Klein says. Poor Arthur has been, has been under incredible stress. He eventually snapped and butchered his wife. Klein then gives you a key to the cabin and a letter granting you access to the property. Should the local authorities want to know who, why, why you all are there? It's only because I still love and respect Arthur that I'm even entertaining his request to have you all search the cellar for anything that may clear his name. Um, I have another piece to show you. This was a newspaper clipping from right around the time that this happened. Well... I mean, even you've said that he did it. You think that, uh, let's hope that we can find some evidence, but uh, Grizzly Whitehall murder. Prominent New York attorney, Arthur Blackwood, was arrested yesterday and charged with the murder of his wife, Rosemary. Mr. Blackwood was discovered wandering the countryside near his family's vacation cabin located in Whitehall, New York. It is reported that Mr. Blackwood was disoriented and covered in blood. On arrival, the local sheriff discovered evidence of the heinous murder of Mrs. Blackwood, despite the disappearance of Mrs. Blackwood's body. When uh, questioned about his wife's whereabouts, Mr. Blackwood was unable to respond. So we don't actually have any solid evidence that he murdered her, just that he was witness to something that has cracked his noodle yeah that's true although all the evidence basically is pointing at him it's just yeah. that we don't have a body so I mean, he, he was covered in blood so it's it's yeah and she's missing obviously yes well you know let's see what we can find he's obviously been right. traumatized I mean, yes. the fact is, is that if we can find evidence that other people were there, uh, yes, then indeed. at least he can't be found guilty. Uh, you know, there's a reasonable doubt. Hmm. And that would at least, at the very least, it would get him life in prison, not the electric chair. Yes, I, I'm, I'm afraid the outlook isn't all that great. I mean, I, I, I don't 
expect you guys to solve the case, but I'm just hoping that maybe you could find something that will cast doubt in the jury's eyes and we can at least prevent him from being put to death. Well, what's our timetable? Uh, today is Saturday. It's kind of a long drive. Um, it's I don't know if you're familiar with the area, but it's it's up around, I believe it's up around Lake George area, so it's kind of kind of further up. It's almost up into uh, Vermont. Oh, um, you're you're almost on the border of New York and Vermont, so it's probably going to take you most of the day to drive there and get there. Um, there's probably a little bed and breakfast you could stay at, and we really don't need to be bogged down with like travel time and who's driving and all that. Um, what I would like to give you though is just an opportunity to, if there's anything, I realize your character sheets don't have like a lot of, you know, what you guys have as far as equipment or anything. So if there's anything like specific you want to mention that like I really would want to bring such and such, we can talk about that now. Well, I'm um, obviously I've got detective stuff. Okay. But, uh, and a flashlight and a gun, obviously. But actually, what my question was was, is there a deadline before they execute him? Uh, that's we a have a day, question. a week, a month. Um. Murder trial begins March 18th, so approximately two weeks or so, a little over two weeks. Okay, well, that should be plenty. Yeah. It's just a seller. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the, the, the police and everybody, they've already, you know, obtained whatever they need. So, um, you know, it's not like you need to worry about disturbing the scene or anything like that. I mean, the... the Everything has been cataloged and documented in that sense. So basically just go in and look around and see what you can find. And uh, hopefully be Arthur's good luck. Cool. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's get out there. I'm getting all my, uh, out, uh, my outdoor uh, walking equipment, my, you know, my coat, my stuff. Also taking a flashlight. Uh, take along one of my walking sticks, my good solid walking sticks with me. Um, and some uh, extra batteries, just in case. Um, now, Master Hughes, you're related. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old friend of the family, and, and of, uh, yes, I'm, the I'm related. And stuff. Yes, I'm related myself. So I'll be taking. I will also be taking my classy walking stick with the wolf head on it, in case we encounter any ruffians. You know, give them a good belt. But uh, my notepad and uh, a camera. If I would have that, perhaps. Yeah, that would be reasonable. Well, we want to. If we're going to collect evidence, we might need to take photographs, photographs. Yes. So yes, please. Yeah, that's, that's a good a idea. Good idea. Hmm. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and bring some uh, basic uh, um, architects uh, gear along with my my notepad as well, uh, so that I can like maybe take uh, some cursory surveys of the of the cabin and stuff. I've probably been to the cabin before. Um, you know, as over weekend types thing with the with the family, so I'm pretty familiar with it. But just to have things that I can write down to uh, collaborate with what the police have found and, and sure. such. Yeah. And uh, uh, a doctor, you're a you're both a, a a medical doctor and a shrink, right? I'm just a, <clears throat> I'm just a uh, psychologist, not a medical. So you just so you don't have medical, okay? Well, I was going to say. I know a know. bit of medicine, but uh, it's, not you, proper, you it's, it's not proper for me to claim to be a medical, you know, a physician. 
Well, I was just wondering if we had anybody on our team that would be able to do, you know, chemical tests and stuff like that on blood or, or whatever we found. Uh, not that, no, nothing, no. nothing. Well, we'll have to get those kind of things looked at by the university or something. Yeah. I, c I can do a little bit of first aid. <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to put her back together. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, yes. let's go. Uh, just to clarify, for my own sake, a walking stick. When you say walking stick, is that like a like a Gandalf cane, or is that like an actual like gentleman's walking cane? Like a gentleman's walking cane, maybe a little bit tougher for uh, for going out in the woods and stuff, as opposed to walking down the street. Okay, gotcha. I, yeah, I don't need a cane. <laughs> more of like where you would be going across the British countryside there, as opposed to uh, down to the down to the pub. <laughs> Believe me, if a bear sees me, I can scare him away with this mug. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so we'll say that uh, the drive there was uneventful. Um, you arrived uh, Saturday evening. You had time to find a place to stay. You got yourself food and dinner, and you're all set. And your plan is you're going to probably hit the, uh, the, the Blackwood House on Sunday morning. Um, there's talk of a storm coming in, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be a big deal. It's just going to be rainy. Um, why don't we start, as you guys, uh, you get in the car and you head over to the house. It's, um, it's kind of secluded. It's kind of, it would be considered a, um, like a colonial, I guess you would call it like a vacation house almost. So not necessarily too fancy or anything, just you know, bare bones, uh, just a way for people to escape and get out to the country. It's got a nice view of a, of a stream or a creek nearby. Um, one story, two story. Yeah, one story. Um, yeah, and, and relatively nondescript. Is there like an outhouse? Or can we hope uh, that there's a toilet inside the house? Uh, yes, we'll say there's no house. Ah, shit. <laughs> Literally. That's not so bad. They uh, put a heating system in there two years ago, so it's it's rather comfortable. Uh, uh, okay. So you guys already were given the key. You can enter the house with no problem. Um. Anything in particular you guys want to do when you first get there? Well, I'd have a look around the, the property. Uh, is it a lar large property? Is there a fence or is there... Uh, relatively woods? small, I guess. You know, like I said, it's kind of like a vacation house. Um, so it's it's not that big of an area. You're kind of secluded, so there's not you can't see any other houses nearby. Um, kind of wooded. Um Big trees near the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shade in the house. Yeah. Is there a porch swing? Yeah, probably. Right. Um, is there like a when you a step up onto a wooden uh, porch and then the cabin door? Mm -hmm. um, does it look like it's in good repair? Yeah, relatively very, very well upkept. Yeah. Um, well, uh, <clears throat> 
Uh, Mr. Hughes, you've been here before, you said? Yes, uh, a couple times. Uh, uh, gatherings of family and friends. Oh, why don't you lead the way? All right. Um, kind of go up to there and uh, have a look at the front and just the general uh, layout, see anything uh, right offhand uh, strikes me as being out of, out of place. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there'll be, you know, some evidence that the police were there, uh, but otherwise, uh, kind of just uh, see what uh, what's yes. there and kind of collate the the info. Yeah, I remember being being at a family get together some time ago. So again, I would be pro probably doing something similar. You know, is there anything different looking that kind of that I can remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you guys uh, make your way inside and you start doing just some cursory looking around. And everything seems to be in place. Uh, doesn't look like there's been, you know, there's no signs of struggle or anything like that. It's everything's nice and neat. Everything's clean. Uh, it has been about eight months, so there is a little bit of a stench in the air that maybe they didn't quite clean it the way they. Well, I don't actually. I don't know if they would have cleaned it at all. If that makes any sense. How about um, dust? Yeah, I mean, just what you would expect in eight months' time. So nothing. Does it look like anybody's disturbed the dust in the last eight months? Footprints? No, not really. Not really. No. Um, Looks like a nice cabin. Yeah. Mm. Um, I want to kind of. Yeah. Go ahead. Take note of any um, kind of pictures. It, it, everything's in its place. It's not like there's any anything being removed from the walls or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Is there? Like a writing desk, um, like a like nice nice little room where you might sit down and perhaps write in a journal or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's a lawyer himself, so he's probably got a small den or you know like like a small library that he would retire to and probably write his notes and. Yeah, I'm gonna have a look in that room. Sure. Are there fireplaces? There's a fireplace, uh, small fireplace in the main parlor uh i guess when i say parlor i mean like living room i guess um because i'm a, a private investigator the first thing i'm going to do is just kind of walk over there and see what sort of debris is in the fireplace i'm not going to sift through it unless it looks like there's something there yep uh nothing that you would not expect to find so probably some ashes from the winter time um you check his den in his area and again nothing necessarily seems out of place it's just Everything huh. that you would expect to find in a lawyer's den. Um, well, I guess the thing that, no strange books, nothing like that. I guess the thing we came here to see is that basement. Yeah, exactly. So let's go see what's in the cellar. Do uh, Jeffrey or Eric, <laughs> do either of you remember where the entrance is to the basement? Jeffrey probably knows more than I do. Uh, I think it may have been pointed out, but I've never been in the basement. Yeah, I've never been in the basement, but if it's fairly obvious, I guess I would know who it is. Why don't you do uh, an idea roll? Yeah, success. Yeah, so you remember that, um, you, 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 like you said, you've probably never been down there, but you've been shown. There's a little trap door actually in the parlor. Uh, it's under a little small throw rug, um, and and the rug's not meant to conceal it to hide it. It's just meant to, you know, it's a parlor. They want it to look nice, so 
they just throw the rug over it to, to cover the okay the trap door. okay well every, everybody the the entrance is over here into the cellar maybe the detective wants to come and take a look because as we get down there are there stairs going down or is it a ladder yeah so you you lift the lid there's kind of a heavy heavy uh, lid to, to the floor area and when you when you it's on a hinge so when you lift it up you got to kind of like prop it open with a, a little mm -hmm. stick that kind of folds up um, and there is a, a metal like ladder almost like bolted to the wall that leads down into the basement what in the hell just this well people out here just don't know how to build proper cellars I guess that's kind of crazy oh well not too crazy uh, it's a little uncommon usually people do stairs but ladders are pretty are cheaper and so it's just cutting some costs here well let's uh if you don't mind and i sort of pull out my flashlight and uh i shine it down there really quick and then i start down the ladder as an architect can you give me an idea roll please eric yes Trying to find the idea on the uh, sheet here. It's it's the same as intelligence. Yeah. Oh, okay, no problem. Uh, wow, odd one. Okay. Uh, pretty. I, I've got a clue. <laughs> Absolutely. I was just looking for you not to fail. That's all. Um, yeah. So basically, I just wanted to let you know that from your experience, and even um, Jeffrey, from from your. Uh, what you've been told about the house history you know this house was built a long time ago this was probably built in the 1700s wow all right so do, do i remember do, do i remember any of the kind of history to that is there is there some story behind the original build that i would recall um you probably will remember that it was built by one of your great 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 grandfathers and it's just been stayed it, the the house itself has stayed in the family all this time um, okay. so arthur, arthur's the last one to have access solid, to it good solid construction yeah all right so when you lift the lid you got your flashlights out it is dark down there definitely there's no windows going to the outside okay. um and when you shine your light down, the, the first thing you notice is that everything's kind of white, especially the floor. The floor is a little unusual because it's made of, of uh, gravel and crushed shells, like uh, clam shells. Yeah, um, it's not that unusual. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the description from before, it's got like earthen walls. Um, everything seems solid and, and it's got that musty smell to it. And there's also that hint that, you know, Rose yeah. passed hint away here, and it hint was a bloody mess. So, well, we don't know that so. she passed away here. Yeah, so it was blood. So there's that, that coppery <laughs> smell of blood. Yes. Um, now, when you say everything is white, uh, are you you say they're earthen walls? Are they like whitewashed. Yes, and there and there's a lot of shelves, and there's a lot of junk and stuff. Okay. Um, so well, I, so, I do so the basement is messy. That we were saying? Yes. Yes. So I, I go down the ladder carefully. Um, 
keeping my hands holding on. It's a little tricky with the flashlight, but um, just going to the bottom of the stairs and stepping off. Mm -hmm. And then shining my light around. There's, yep. there's lots of junk down here. Mm. Oh, we just follow on. Yeah, yeah. just careful. Don't while everybody's going, okay. While everybody's going down, I'm going to take a quick cursory look at the, uh, just throughout the house and poke my head, my eyes out of the windows and just make sure nobody's kind of kind of coming up there. Uh, not that I'm expecting anybody, but you know, the, there's a lot of mysterious circumstances going on, and it's better safe than sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's no problem. You guys are pretty uh, pretty remote, so. You don't, like you said, you're not expecting to see anybody. And when you kind of look around, you don't, but you're out in the middle of nowhere pretty much. Okay. All right. I'll be the last one down. Okay. Um, so as, as they're coming down the ladder, mm -hmm. I, I just sort of shine my light around to see if I can see the place where there was blood on the floor. Yeah. When you do that, you notice there is none. So it's been cleaned up. That's my assumption. Um, now, why don't you do a spot hidden for me? And actually, that's kind of unusual because if it's got crushed gravel and, and shells, then yeah, how do you be, clean it up? It'd be stained. This is weird. I got a lovely 99. <laughs> I'm a PI and I got a 99 <laughs> on a spot hidden. Nope, I, I got a success here if we're allowed. All right. Uh... I keep getting mixed up between Arthur and the fact that you're an author. My brain is like, I keep wanting to call you author, but you're not. Your name is Jeffrey. My name. All right, Jeffrey. Uh, yes, as you all have flashlights, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you as you each are kind of individually now, you know, you've climbed down the, the ladder. You're kind of shining your lights around, getting your bearings, and you happen to notice that there are uh, blood splatters on the walls and the ceiling. It's just that the floor is clean. So, can this we, is gentlemen, weird. Can we, can we kind of assume then that the floor has been replaced? That they uh, scooped up all of the material that had blood all over it and threw it out and put some fresh uh, crushed clamshells and No, the, the police wouldn't do this. I mean, they just take care of everything and leave, and leave well, it. Well, is there somebody who takes care of the house, like a housekeeper or groundskeeper? Jeffrey, are you familiar with anybody that comes out here? I don't think so. Because somebody obviously yeah, cleaned it up. Arthur, Arthur's usually the guy, the one who's, as I recall, who is here the most. And yeah. Well, I think that there's something they couldn't. Hey, let's see. Are there any kind of like uh, shovels or rakes or anything down here in the? Yes, um, I, I'm going to grab like if there's a sh uh, let's say like there's a flat-ended shovel, mm -hmm. and I'm going to take it and I'm going to scrape away the gravel from the hard pan that's underneath it, the the hard pan earth, and see if there's stains there. Mm -hmm. Okay. That would have soaked in. Yeah, that that you couldn't replace. Okay. Um, Robert or Doctor Pennyworth, were you saying something? I didn't. I was going to say, um, 
if somebody came down here to clean up, why didn't they clean up the walls or the ceiling? Well, that would be a little harder to do. You'd have to have to scrub that off. In this case, you just remove the, just shovel gravel into a, a, a bin and then yes, throw it they, away. Yeah, but if they're going through the trouble to at least clean the floor up within mm. eight months or so, they would have at least cleaned everything else up. Maybe. It's obviously a mess down here. There's probably dust on everything. Yes. Yes, yeah. there's a coating of dust on everything. Yes. Um, but, that, but that would suggest that one of the family came down in here to uh, do the cleanup. Possibly. Uh, Nobody wants a big, gigantic blood stain on the floor. Yeah. Um, do anybody know uh, who's going to be in charge of the, the house now that uh, Arthur's in jail? and, and uh... Uh, I don't think the lawyers have figured that out yet, but the way it stands right now, it may actually go to Jeffrey. Oh. Does does uh, Arthur have any siblings? No, no, no siblings. No siblings and no children. No. As the private detective is scraping up the the, the shells and the gravel, I'm shining my torch there. Is there anything uh, coming through under underneath? Any stains on the uh, You start to use the shovel. You start pushing the shells and gravel aside, um, and. You're finding that the gravel and so forth goes down a good six to eight inches or so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's not just a light coating. This is actually, like, quite a bit. Almost centuries of, uh, of floor being put in. Yeah. They just keep uh, adding stuff to it, but uh, we don't see any evidence of any stains. No. When you, so. when you clear away a section of the floor, you find... Um, a limestone floor, which is also fairly light in color. Someone has come in here and replaced this floor for some <laughs> reason. Now, if it was my house, it would be me because I don't want blood on the floor. But we'll keep that in the back of our mind. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to sort of look around. Is there any anything of the junk that's down here? There's lots of junk. A lot, lots of what I would just call basement stuff so like you said okay. you, you already found a shovel uh there's gardening tools um there's boxes on the shelves uh you know it would probably take you days to go through all the boxes mm -hmm. but you might want to poke around and look in some of the boxes see what you can find um do we know if there's a murder weapon or do we know what the murder weapon is Nobody has ever brought that up. Well, now I look at the, the, the tools that I'm actually using. Any evidence that there's... Well, you pulled it off of the wall, and as I mentioned, there were splatters on the wall and such, so you might see some blood on the shovel. All right. Any, like, uh, well, um, I'm looking at the handle of the, the shovel, to see if, uh, like, there's a handprint in blood or a stain. Maybe even knuckle prints on the wall where, you know, the person reached out and grabbed it. Yes. Uh, why don't you do a spot hidden for me? Okay. Come on, 99. <laughs> 84. Mm -hmm. I am a lousy detective. You don't really see I've anything. I've got a sharp eye. 
I've got a sharp eye detective if you need a hand. Uh, I need a sharp eye, not, <laughs> not a hand. Uh, I don't know. I don't see anything. So, you know, fairly simple layout, actually. You know, you guys came down the ladder. You got the shelves all over the place on all the walls, pretty much. Um, I just wanted to give you a sense of what you're kind of like standing in. It's It's basically the L shape. And We're so kind the, of... the blood splatter was on what wall? Does it matter? Well, from the pictures and all that you've seen before, yeah. the blood was almost everywhere. So as you're looking around the walls and such, it's almost like there's splatter a lot. There's a lot of it. I, I asked Sal, Sal, have you ever seen anything like this Uh in terms of a murder where there's nothing on the floor, but it's all over the walls and the ceiling? Well, I guess to answer that, I'll, I'll ask the GM a question. Um, I'll, I'll form it in, in, the, in the game. Um, do you think maybe, considering that we've now just discovered that this floor is actually pretty deep as far as gravel goes, that the police could have assumed that maybe he buried the body in under the gravel, and so they cleared out the gravel. But they wouldn't have replaced it. That doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it doesn't. It's bizarre. Why don't you all do a sanity roll? Seems to be troubling you. Ninety-three. <laughs> <laughs> what is with my dice tonight? Twenty points sanity loss right off the bat. Oh no! No, so we'll just do a one and a two. So if you fail for two, a pass will be one. It's, it's just enough to, like you said, it's it's unnerving. I, I pass. Okay. Yep. Just one point. Well, I'm going to, in general, wander about the empty space in the middle, um, down the L, and still looking at the floor to see if there's any evidence that there's blood on the floor. Yeah, as you, as you continue to look, it's clean. I, I'm, I'm going to be looking. Like if the shelves come down to the ground, I'm even going to look like under the shelves to see. If some blood splattered or... Yeah. Um, Pretty much clean. You, you're probably going to have to get on your hands and knees to do that, I probably I would imagine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Once you do that, um, again, it, it looks clean. While he's doing that, I'm going to go and flash my light in the uh, kind of underneath structure of the uh, of the basement, check it out, see if anything's like in the, uh, you know, in between, in between the... Uh, the footings and and those areas and stuff. So if you know anything stashed up along there, um, any further evidence of blood on the on the ceiling or the or the structure. Mm -hmm. Why don't you all? So you're basically all in search mode right now. So why don't you all give me some spot hidden rolls? Okay. A zero three. I got six. Wow. I got three. I mm -hmm. uh, got 18 out of, tw out of 40. Wow. So I got beat by the author. 
I'm a writer yes. of mysteries. Mr. Dr. Pennyworth, how about, did you pass? You're muted. It's muted. I'm sorry. I, I was eating pretzels over here, hard pretzels. So I don't oh. show up on the um, Yeah, I got a 23 out of 50. 23, pass again. Nice. That's all good rolls. All right. Um, gonna, I got a list here. I'm going to read off some of the things you notice. Uh, especially with your O3, you notice up, not necessarily hidden, it was just sort of tucked away in the rafters. It was up on the the, the rafters to the floor. Uh, it's in, there's an old cavalry saber. Cavalry saber. Yeah, Cal yeah cavalry. It's a hard part. And say, hey, 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 guys, hey, guys, check this. And, and I'll, I get the camera out and I start setting it up so that I can take a picture. Uh, fix on the flash. Now be aware. Yeah, mm. be aware you're down in the basement where there's no lights except your flashlights. Right. So yeah. pictures are going to be difficult, but, I mean, you can still try and, and set it just for a long exposure, and as long as you hold the camera steady or put it on a, you know, put it on the table or a tripod, you should would, be fine. Would, oh. would, would, we have, would we have the old school flash back then? I actually tried to look that up, and I couldn't find a clear answer. So why don't you do a luck roll on that? Um. Actually, we never bothered to look. Is there maybe a light bulb hanging down? There's not. No. Yeah, I made a luck roll just by three. All right, so we'll say you have some sort of a flash equipment. I mean, they, they always had the flash powder, um, but I, I didn't get too far into the weeds. Like, there there were some well, rudimentary we'll style say, flash bulbs. We'll say yeah. maybe I've maybe got enough pow powder for two shots or something like that. So I take yeah. one of the saber. Sure. Couple of years out before we get uh, reliable flash bulbs. Yeah. Well, that's just somebody's uh, um, you know, grandfather's Civil War saber, probably. The kind of stuff you'd find down here. Does it look like any blood traces on it or around it? Why no. As down? a matter of fact, it was still it was all covered with dust and everything too, so it wasn't like it was used mm. as a murder weapon. Um, in addition to that, um, you find there's a heavy wrench. There's a small dagger. Uh, nothing, you know, unusual about it. It's just that it's a dagger. Hmm. Uh, there's a trowel, like a cement trowel. And then there's a few other tools, like there's a hammer. There's an old baseball bat in the corner. There's the shovel. You already found that. The hoe. There's a hoe, gardening hoe. Um, there's uh, three pairs of leather gloves. And let's see, why don't why don't y'all do another spot hidden roll? Uh twenty-seven. Uh, three. I failed. I'm busy with the camera. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Mr. Blackwood in the cellar with the dagger. <laughs> that sounds like glue. I'm, I'm disappointed there wasn't a rope or a candlestick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, who got the 03? I did. You find uh, an old box that kind of catches your eye. Um, What's this? 
And who got the 20? Was there a 26 I thought I heard? 27. I, got that. I, I had a 26. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what I thought. He beat out the private investigator again. Yeah, I'm a lousy private investigator. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Pennyworth, you find um, a series of, um, of books up on one of the shelves. And what kind of books? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you pull them down, and there there are a lot of like uh, they're they're actually like uh, uh, scrapbooks. So oh. there's there's like newspaper you know, clippings. Yeah, newspaper clippings. Um, some birth and death notices, things from the family, stuff like that. Strange. Um, why don't you do a? Can you do a library roll for me? Okay. Oh wait a minute! I'm not that character, so I should have a decent <laughs> library roll. Right. Oh my goodness! Today is a day of good rolls. I got an O three. Oh wow! That's like our third O three. Yeah. Like in a row, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> First, before I get into that, something you guys notice: the temperature in here just dropped about ten to fifteen degrees. Hmm. It, wow. it was noticeable. It was noticeable. Did you guys notice just, that? Did it, did it just suddenly drop, or when we got down here, was it? like 10 or 15 degrees cooler yeah you, you didn't necessarily notice it but now it's like it's noticeable so maybe maybe you just were excited and to get down yeah. here and look around but maybe it's getting to us this is the cold yeah mm. we're excited um i would like to sort of have my flashlight shining around i'm looking to see if i see a ring so recall he said he dropped a ring down here sure Hopefully it'll glint in the light, you know, or. Okay. Uh, let me come back to that. Okay. And the scrapbook, there's a couple things that you're going to notice. Um, first of all, there's a newspaper clipping from 1799. And it just goes, I'm just going to give you the headline. We, we don't have any detailed information on it, but there's a, there's a newspaper clipping. It says fire devastates Valley. You find another one that's dated 1837, and it says influenza count rises. Then there's a third one, dated 1858. It talks about the Meadowee floodwaters. And um, Jeffrey, you would probably know that the Meadowee River is not too far away. And then there's a fourth one. One, two, three, four. Yeah, fourth one, uh, 1881, where it talks about a Washington County drought. And then there's one more that is from 1901 that talks about a local man being struck by lightning. Um, as you're kind of skimming that one over, uh, you realize that the local man that they're talking about is actually Arthur. So, so, so Arthur was struck by light. Yep. Well, uh, was this was this a story he would have told the family? 
or is it something he's kept secret? That's a good question. I would think the family knows about this. Probably can't shut him up about it. Okay. The fact mm. that he walked away unharmed and, you know, it was a miracle and... Well, that that could... Um, that could I remember telling you that. That could actually help in his case if he's been struck by lightning. We don't know what sort of neurological uh, effects that might have long term. So that might just get him, um, regardless of the outcome here, that might just get him off uh, with life in prison. So uh, well, what I'll do is I'll, um, I'll take that particular newspaper clipping and I'll put that in my pocket. Okay, sure. Um, Sal, can you give me a listen roll? Me? Uh, Sal. Oh, yeah. uh, I got a 13. 13. My lucky number. Uh, what is my listen? Listen, listen. No, it's 40, so I got better than half. You hear something over in the corner. Not quite sure what it is. I wander in that direction. And as you take a step forward, all of a sudden a can of like washers and, and nuts and bolts comes flying directly towards your head. Oh, I'm going to try to dodge. That's a good idea. Whoa! Uh, I got a 25 out of 40, so yes. Okay. Dodge. So, what the fuck? Yep. Right out of nowhere, just bang, and then it hits hits the wall. Everything clatters and clashes to the ground. Um, I am going to assume that there is somebody hiding over there, and I am going to pull my gun, and I'm like, "Come out! Come out from wherever you are." From shining my light in that direction. Yeah, yeah. so am I. Boys, there's somebody down here with us. Yeah, you guys all shine your lights over. You got your gun drawn, and there's nothing there. It looks like well, just... I, I move over carefully, but I'm looking to yeah. see if there's anything. What the fuck? And let's do a sanity roll for that. 81. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> did I. That was just too freaky. Guys, there's nobody else in here. What the heck was that? I got a 19, so I made it. What's the damage? We'll say two for a pass and a D4 for a fail. Oh, four. Two. I, I passed two. What, what the hell is going on down here? Is there some kind of freaking ghost or something? Things don't, just, things don't just, just launch off the shelf at you. Maybe, like it's a, maybe it's a genie. Oh, of course. Don't be stupid. There's no such thing as genies. But there's a such thing as ghosts. Well, okay. I'm gonna Some wander. Things, yeah. I'm gonna wander over there and see if there's anything that looks like may have dropped and launched the uh, thing over. Yeah, like a spring-loaded something, a trap. Somebody set a trap for us. No, more more like something was not positioned properly on the shelf and it fell over and it launched launched it 
see if yeah. there's a, a rational explanation on that. Yeah, you start poking around over there, and uh, nothing seems to make sense why that would happen. That's very unusual. That was not right, guys. Well, my eyes are wide open now, and I'm like... I'm shaking a little. Well, I say, well, gentlemen, uh, in all my research in the occult and mysteries, this looks like a poltergeist. It's something. A what? A poltergeist. Sounds German. <laughs> yeah, they traveled over to the States a long time ago. So there's a German ghost down here. Great. <laughs> great. Yeah, give a great. There, there, Probably some hash uh, pissed off with us. There, there's there's something been kind of bugging my noodle as I've been thinking about the blood on the walls. Uh, and I'm thinking about the, the mysteries and the stories that I've written. Does it look like the blood has been put there or plastered there? Or is it an actual splatter? It's definitely a splatter. Okay. So I say to the guys, you know, if that can explode off a shelf, perhaps something can explode a body against the wall. There's something strange going on here. Yeah. Yeah, but how, that's 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 right. But but how how are we going to dis, how are we going to prove this? I mean, we've yeah, seen this. It's not a it's not a it's not an argument you can use in a court of law. Exactly. A ghost killed the old woman. Could yeah. could there maybe need to check the the walls? Uh, the architect obviously has some experience, you know, hollow walls and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have a look there. There's got to be some sort of trick to this, what's going on well, here. What I'll do is I shine my light down, um, I guess, the walkway that uh, that Sal just walked through to see if there was any sort of trip wire or anything set up like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a pressure plate or something. I'm now looking for traps. I'm very carefully going. Especially over in that corner where that can was. Be my guest. I had a look. I didn't see anything. Do a do an idea, Doctor Pennyworth. Some something you said there. Ah, uh, twenty-one. Nice. Um, you mentioned a pressure point or like a trap kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You you would you would remember or realize that as you're looking down that the gravel is on top. So right. if, if there were something to trigger that, it would probably be underneath the gravel. Well, let's, um, I look to the detective and I say, let's, let's see if we can maybe move some of this gravel aside to see if there's anything underneath. Well, be, be my guess that the rake is there, the shovel's there. All right. Well, I'll start doing it. Okay. So I'm looking over where I'm looking. What were you looking for exactly? A, a trap, a trick. Uh, I'm actually looking up underneath the shelf to see if there's some little, you know, little cap or something that went off and launched that thing at me. Or do a uh, spot hidden. There's got to be a logical explanation. While they're doing that, I'm going to look around the the base of the ladder really quick, see if okay. anything's going on there. I'm looking up top, making sure everything's. You know, I, uh, I said I can 
Uh, the did, lid's not going to come down on us. Yeah, I once again did not pass. I missed it by 10. Hmm. Luck points? Mm, no. Okay. Hey, you spin them when you, when you have them. <laughs> um, and don't forget, too, we also have pushed rolls. I don't think anyone in our group has ever done a pushed roll. I'm not so sure anybody nice. in the, na- the, the nature of the game, nobody ever does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't like the consequences of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you, you check the, the trap door. It looks fine. I mean, it is being okay. propped open. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of sticking in the back of your head. But, you know, it looks fine. Um, okay. I will remind you that just before all that happened, you had found a box that caught your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go for that box. Yeah, Sal. As you're poking around, you're still kind of you're still convinced there's some sort of a trap or something like that. Yeah, where it came from. Some spring-loaded something or other. Yeah, you're not really finding anything, but as you're poking around, you kind of get a whiff of smells like uh, sulfur, like foul. You know, rotten eggs. Brimstone. Did somebody fart? Mm. It smells worse than that. The Oof, fuck? what is that? It's brimstone. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking now if there's chemicals or something. Uh, Yeah, nothing nothing like that. Nothing that would cause the chemicals. Is it, like, can I, can I, uh, like, echolocate uh, closer, farther away? So you're gonna stand up. You're gonna just take a break. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can locate it. I'm an investigator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you start. You start sniffing the air. You're trying to trying to pinpoint it, and nothing's like. You think it's over here, and then. No. Okay. Doesn't smell like natural gas, though. Like the place could no. blow. No. Um, well, I, I guess maybe it could. I mean, sulfur, but. Uh, well, no, sulfur, natural gas sulfur doesn't have a smell, burn. right? Yeah, well, so it, it, it's not like, uh, like I don't know if they've so. added butyl mercaptum to it. Yet. Yeah, they they add they add smell to the to the natural gas. And yeah, this is so old. I don't think this is even gas driven. I think the heat comes from the from the fireplace. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But that well, doesn't mean that there can't be a sulfur pocket that's coming up through the floor because right. geology well, of this area is kind of random, and you can't go compress sulfur. There could be small bird eggs that have gone rotten and. Yeah. Um, Eric. Yes. That that box that you found, you're coming back to it, and you open the box. It's it's old. It's dusty. Uh, there's a little bit of mold on it. Um, but when you open it, you see there's a bunch of old photographs. There's some drawings and some journals. Hmm. Um, as you kind of start to like kind of dig through some of the stuff, one thing in particular kind of jumps out at you, not literally, but um, you find a small painting. Um, it's a stern looking old man in what looks like maybe Puritan clothing. Hey guys, have a, have a look at this. Um, I don't know, Art. What would you say? 1700s? 1600s? Oh, easily, easily 1700s. But, uh... Is there a family resemblance there? Yeah, now that you're looking at it closer, you, you and he kind of have the same nose. 
Hey, look, check it out. He's got a ring on there. Yeah, yeah. and he's reading. He's reading Macbeth. Oh, it had to be the Scottish play. Out, damned spot. That's what he said to his dog. <laughs> Eric, Eric, why don't you do another spot hidden for me? Does anybody notice, too, that there are, like, spots on the wall behind this guy? Like, Yeah, you're right. splatters. That's interesting. Looks like he's got pretty long hair. Of course, it's probably a wig back then, huh? Um, yeah, he's probably wearing a wig. But then again, uh, a lot of guys wore their hair long back in the day underneath their wigs, too, so... Well, realize that people wore wigs because they didn't because lice were everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Pennyworth, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm going to come back to you. All right. Did you do your spot hidden yet, there, Eric? Oh. Are there any uh, books on the shelf that look like it. that book? Or, sorry. Yeah, I missed it. By missed quite a bit. Book. You know what? I'm going to take. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to push it. There you go. Uh, odd seven. There you go. Pay yeah. off. Yes. You uh, you're you're looking at this this painting and you flip it over and you see on the back, um, it says Milton Blackwood. Milton Blackwood. And. I don't think Arthur mentioned him before. He's mentioned a lot of old relatives, but never Milton. Has mentioned Milton to you there? Could I do an idea roll or something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a pass. Yeah, you, you recognize that name. It rings a bell. Um, you believe that was Arthur's great, great, great grandfather? So would he be the guy maybe that founded the place where, where we are just now? That uh, would be a very logical explanation or assumption. It's possible. And um, I'll tell you what, Eric, since you rolled so well on that push roll, there's something else, too. In front of his name, it looks like there was something written there, and then it was erased or almost scratched off. Um, Interesting. When you, when you hold your flashlight up to it and you kind of get it at just the right angle in the light, it actually says wizard. Wizard? Oh, this is weird. Wizard. I've heard yes. Arthur talk about weird things, but never any kind of wizard. Sort of then again, he had talked about Milton here. I don't think you're reading it. It's not wizard. Hey, have a look. It says wizard right here. Probably Wilbur or something like that. No. Sal, can you do a listen roll? Show us. Uh, 12, yes. Again, you hear something coming just off to the side from behind you now as everyone's looking at this painting. You spin your head around, you look, and you see just in time that trowel that I mentioned earlier uh -huh. is flying towards your head. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, uh, dodge. Yep. Uh, fail. 
Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> Wank. It nails what right the on, hell? Right on your cheek. And it does two points of damage. Ah, son of a fucking motherfucking. I probably wouldn't say that, but um, it's I'm I'm bleeding probably. Yes, you're definitely cut. Oh, what the fuck is going on down here? This place is full of traps. This place is full of something. Swinging of torches about. Uh, is there anything else moving or any other noises? No. Uh, see, folks, this seems to be target, targeting our private detective. I need to go upstairs and get something on this, some water or something. Yeah, let's that, let's that go upstairs and let's go upstairs and, and help him out and figure out a new plan of attack on this situation. So I'm heading up this the the ladder. Okay, Eric, I would like you to also uh, before you go upstairs, I want to mention some of the thing that I didn't get to yet. Um, along in that box with the painting. There's a small journal in there that's dated 1725. There we go. Got a got a journal here, guys. Why, why don't we go upstairs and have a look at the journal and take care of uh, our detective friend here? Um, Dr. Pennyworth, mm -hmm. you were looking for the trap uh, trigger in the floor, and you were brushing the stones away, the gravel and the shells. When you got down to the, the limestone floor, you see, you do see what looks like a discoloration in the limestone floor. Um, it's kind of dark. It's it's not blood though, but it's definitely like, I'm not quite sure what it is. When I did that, is that when the the um, detective got hit with the? Probably, probably right around that same time. So it was my fault that he got hit. <laughs> I apologize. I just, I, whatever. It's this damn Jerry Geist or whatever you called it. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Right, Sal, you are headed upstairs. Eric, you just found this little journal. Do you still want to go upstairs or do you want to? Yeah, let's go upstairs where we can read it easier. Okay. Yeah. I'll head up there as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So is there like a kitchen, kitchenette or something in here? Yes, yes. All right, the running water, hopefully. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a probably a, a pump actually. Oh well, a pump. Jeez. But at least it's still inside. Why did I leave New York? <laughs> New York City. So I I pump the pump and get some water and wipe the blood off my face and mm -hmm. holy crap, this is does this look like it's going to need stitches from the doctor? Mm, yeah, I think maybe. Doc, what do you think? I can well, he's not a real doctor. I can do a little bit of first aid. Yeah, please. Maybe we can patch this thing up. Yeah, I kind of prod at it a bit and it bleeds a bit more. Son of a bitch, you fucking prod at it. Bandage it up. Um, um, well, if there's... I don't know if there's an old rag that we can at least clean out or something, and you know. I got a, I got I'll a handkerchief. I'll give him a handkerchief. Yeah. There you go. How bad? You said two points, but 
is my cheek like split open or is it just scratched? I mean, it's a, it's a nice cut. I mean, I, not to the point I don't think you'd have to be rushed to the hospital at all, but okay. it's a nice cut. It's a nice, it's going to leave a mark. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I'll get a nice scar to go on this lovely face of mine. <laughs> Give me some character. All right. What the hell is going on? Well, let's start looking. Gonna start looking through the journal here. It looks like um, there might have been some sort of pressure plate that you you, you triggered. I knew it was a freaking trap. Except, didn't somebody pick up the trowel? I mean, we saw the trowel sitting there. Hmm. It wasn't like spring loaded trowel. No, it was. It was just kind of sitting there. It didn't look like there was anything under it that I could see. I know what this is. He's got some sort of an electrical magnet because I've, I've, you know, that, that Edison bloke a while back, I mean, he's been inventing all the things, telephones and, mm, and all this shit. That's that. possible. You mean that? Hmm. We've used hey. magnets in construction before, so yeah. In fact, in fact, I have some friends who are working with the idea of using a magnet to pull up junk out of uh, out of lots and stuff. So that could be a possibility. There's maybe a magnet buried in the wall there. The walls are earthen. Uh, except and bury it. In... Is there electricity here? Uh, no. Sorry. You could, oh, you could you could bury a battery system in the wall there. You know, well, whatever. Flips off, turns on the electricity, something, and bam, you got an electromagnet. Something is making metal things down there fly around. And you said you found some sort of a, a pressure plate under the floor. Right. It's a freaking trap. It's a trap. But why would yeah. why would Arthur put some traps down there? I mean, especially well, elaborate know, ones involving magnets. And I, I realize I realize that you guys are related to him and everything, but he was in the war, wasn't he? Maybe he's a little yeah. I was in the war too. Little nuts. A little shell shocked. He was struck by lightning. Yeah, I mean, I would say that goes with anything more than uh, his experiences in the war. You know, well, there's an idea. If this area is prone to lightning strikes, there could be a kind of magnetism. And that's a possibility. The building. Then again, I don't know much about the geology around here. Then again, uh, read the journal. Let's find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's have a look at this this book here. It's uh, dated 1725, and it's written in a rather archaic uh, old English type style handscript. So oh, those are anyone who wants to read this is going to have to make a successful language roll. Those are S's and not F's. <laughs> no, I, I don't do very good with Shakespeare. Me neither. Doc, the author, what do you, what do you take the author this? should be reading it. Yeah. yeah. He knows language. I've got a great a great language score of 1%. <laughs> In English? And you're an author? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, hold on. Not say other language. That explains why you've never written a book. <laughs> I, I, have, I have written books. How dare you? 
just not in the language that somebody can understand. <laughs> I'll take a look at the book. Sure. Okay, 75%. No, there it is, 75%. There you go. That's so great. I got 49. Okay. You see this. Um, it's shortened, but this is the gist of part of it. You want to read that out loud, please? Sure. Uh, Lo, the bond is set. The accord sealed in blood. Wealth and good fortune shall forever flow through the Blackwood bloodline. The price is Christian blood that has been defiled through Sabbath rites. This is witchcraft, gentlemen. This is something. So you got a this wizard. Something I know. This is something I know Arthur wasn't involved with. A wizard and genius blood thing. Yeah, we got some sort of nasty black magic shit going on here. And they're not they're not just well, killing anybody, they're killing the Christian. It's definitely witchcraft. It's the black arts. Well, I don't know about you, but I was baptized. Uh, my I church do. didn't really <laughs> do any baptizing. <laughs> if it helps, GM, I did a an occult roll, uh zero three. If it just helps, have any just any particular question you want to ask or you're just in general you mean well just um what kind of what kind of thing would this obviously it's for for prosperity yeah it's for the wealth of the family um so would i know that this would need to be done again or is it a one-off deal you know it was done many many years ago or would it need to be done again to keep the the blessing on the family if you like um i'm not sure you would know that exactly but i will tell you that if you go back to what uh, i believe it was what robert found um mm -hmm. this those series of articles in the scrapbook yes. those were dated all the way back to the 1800s and they were all basically uh, newspaper articles talking about the good luck and good fortune of the uh the blackwells Mm -hmm. hmm. Do you mean that it was saying like uh, the, the fire that occurred in 1799 uh, that the Blackwells were fortunate that they weren't exactly burned? Okay, yep. they didn't suffer from the influenza or the flood or the drought. And Arthur hmm. survived the uh, lightning bolt strike there. Right. Huh. And it says something about um, a sacrifice of Christian blood. The question yeah, here is... I'm definitely getting author, attacked. Was the author a Christian? Was his wife a Christian, a good Christian? Do we know? Yeah, I, mean, I, would, assume, I would assume in the 1920s... The we're all good yeah. Christians, yeah. Mm -hmm. But were they well known in the church? Yeah. I mean, they, they weren't like zealots or you know like fanatics but yeah they they went to church on a regular basis okay well i think that a good in all the the the, the spooky ghost stories and witch things that i've ever heard sitting around the campfire that uh that there's got to be some sort of you know they have magic wands or brooms or whatever the broom 
we didn't check the broom, but I think that it all has to do with that ring. Arthur said that he dropped the ring in the basement. I was looking for it. I didn't see it. We saw the picture with that old man with the ring on his hand. I think there's a reason you're a private detective. I think you're onto something. Hmm. Oh, for a second, I thought maybe you were trying to insult me because this is all <laughs> batshit crazy. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, except that I've had nuts and bolts and trowels thrown at me. If I didn't see what I saw, I wouldn't. Uh, a cult? This, this, this is all nuts. This is, this is ludicrous, but I can't help but see what I saw. I, I want to go back down there and look for that ring, but at the same time, I kind of want a shield. Well, is there a trash can lit that we can, like, a, whatever, trash steel trash can? can. <laughs> hmm, what would they have? 1920. There could be some trash cans there. I'll just, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll say there's a, a serving plate. It's a nice silver serving plate. Oh, silver is good. Silver is supposed to be a clean metal. Well, I'm going to put it behind my head. <laughs> I mean, if something's coming at me from the front, I can see it and get out of the way. But if it's coming from behind. All right. So what are you guys going to do? If we're going to go back down there, I think we should be on our guards. Yep. If nothing else, guard our uh, friend here. Make sure he doesn't uh, get hit. You know, this is crazy. I ain't getting paid enough for this. Fine, let's go. <laughs> Unless you want to stay up here and keep an eye on things while we look down there. Somewhere. Yeah, and, and then you'll all say I'm like a a coward. Yeah, I ain't going to do that. Sorry. I didn't say that, man. No, you implied it, so I'm going down. I'll be. I'll go down first, goddammit. <laughs> all right. All right, ghost, I'm coming down there. Don't throw anything at me. Can someone remind me what what was the thing with the ring? What what did Arthur do with the ring? He said he lost it down in the cellar. So he lost it down there. Okay, I think we need to get it. All right. It could be yeah. buried in all that gar gra gravel. True. Mm -hmm. Or found one of the boxes and stuff. Could be anywhere down there, but exactly, especially if the floor got replaced. All right, so everybody's going back down. Um, mm -hmm. Sal, what are you going to do first? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Sal. Answer him, Sal. Sal's <laughs> uh, <laughs> deep in thought. What is he going to do first? Well, first thing is I'm I'm walking around, you know, with that serving plate like this. Jammed in your jacket, yeah. I'm, I've got my flashlight, and I'm I'm looking around to see if I see anything uh, uh, glinting in the light on the floor, or glancing at a box. And I'm doing a thorough search myself, um, not just with the floor, but anywhere where the ring could have like flown off to, like on a shelf or in the superstructure there. Let's. Mm -hmm. I'll okay. take care of the floor. Yeah. I'll take care of kind of the midsection and there. Okay. And all the um, while, I'm saying, this is nuts. This is just ridiculous. Jeffrey, Beyond anything, me. 
Anything particular you're searching for, Jeffrey? Uh, well, before I go down, I just take a few notes in my, my notebook, uh, an idea for a new novel about the comedy detective who gets things thrown at him on a regular basis and he walks about with plates behind his head. I just, it's a great plot. Uh, I, 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 want to check, I want to check out the scrapbook and stuff again. Okay. And uh, See if there's anything in, in, in those kind of boxes or books that might give us a bit of info. Meanwhile, I'm going to do the same, flash the light about in case there's anything glinting okay. in the darkness. And Robert, how about you? I was going to, because nobody really checked the shelves thoroughly, but I, I want to go through the shelf, shelving area and see if there's anything of note. Okay. I'm almost doing this thing where I, I take a step and then I hesitate to see if I've hit a pressure plate and I look around, <laughs> take another step. All right, let's uh, start with Jeffrey. You said you were going to look in that box again? Sure. Do, it, do another spot hidden, please. That's a pass. Okay. Um. Robert and Eric, you can also do spot hiddens while I go through this uh, setup here. Uh, I got a forty-nine out of fifty, so uh, nineteen. I made it. Jeffrey, you notice as you glance on that shelf and you look in that box again that Eric was looking at previously. You see at the bottom of the box there's a little torn piece of paper. I check it out. Okay. I say, uh, I shout to the guys and tell them, hey, listen, I found uh, I found another strange parchment here. It says, unto the, the very ground, I have bound the daemon to the Blackwood bloodline. As long as a true Blackwood kin wears the ring, the creature will remain trapped and its gift of good fortune will remain untainted. Let this ring never leave your finger. Let it pass from ear to ear on the deathbed. Never let the creature out, for its hate is unbound, and it desires to see the extinction of the Blackwood name. We Robert, need to get that ring and put it on my finger. Robert, can you do a listen roll? Sixty-one. So that is a fail. I'm about to get hit in the head with something. As you bent over to look on one of those shelves, remember that dagger that you guys found earlier? Shit. That dagger flew off the shelf behind you and stabs you in your right thigh. Oh, oh son of a bitch. Oh, crap. Did three points damage. Guys, we need to get this ring really, really quickly. <laughs> right. And again, so I, I meet that smell is very strong at this point. Why I, is the thing not attacking uh, uh, you? And <laughs> I'm not a Blackwood. I don't know. I immediately go for the saber so it's not going to get launched at anybody. Get a hold of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'll get a hold of anything. Yeah, sharp things too. <laughs> just, yeah. just start gathering up all. The <laughs> oh, I've just had a thought. There was gloves. There was gloves lying about. If he had had the ring on and had the gloves on. I go and check the gloves in case yeah. there's a ring inside any of the gloves. Okay. 
You uh, you look and you don't see anything. Okay. Now I'm being very urgent. I am starting at one end and going very carefully in between the boxes, looking down into the boxes for anything that may have fallen in. Looking Jeffrey, for why don't you attend to, to uh, the doctor here yeah. so he doesn't bleed out on us. I'll try my best. Yeah, we'll, keep it out. We'll, we'll be looking over here. I'm going into quick search mode, looking a little bit more frantically, see if I can find some, you know, the ring. Eric, possible. can you do a listen roll for me? Oh. Yes, sir. Uh, did not make it. Right up. 35 uh, from my 20. That baseball bat that was leaning up in the corner there, <laughs> that comes flying out of nowhere and cracks you in the back of the head. Oh. Th three points of damage. Do a uh, constitution roll for me, please. Uh, nope. Uh, got a 70 off my con of 55. I'm probably not cold. It's, uh, it smacks you. you, you your vision kind of starts to blur. You kind of get that tunnel vision. Uh. A little bit of uh, stars kind of dancing around. And ah. uh, you go down on, on a I, knee at least. I try to grab him to keep him from falling down. Oh. Completely. Okay. Uh, do a dex roll. Uh, 33. Uh, that is a pass. Okay. You uh, you grab him in time and support him so he doesn't completely fall over. All right. Whoa, whoa thank you. Uh -huh. It's like... Uh, 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 this, is getting, this is getting almost beyond us, guys. But according to that last thing that you read, if we don't find that ring, all the Blackwoods will be doomed. Because there's obviously something down there. Yeah. As I'm attending to the doctor, I, ask, I think it was the doctor that found a stain or the mark in the floor. Mm -hmm. uh, try to see if there's anything going on there. Okay. Solid ground. Uh, first of all, did you apply first aid to him? Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a fail. <laughs> you were hoping I forgot, didn't you? Don't pull the knife out. You leave the knife. <laughs> Don't pull it out. I'm like that. <laughs> Does it hurt when I do this? <laughs> it's like a fish hook. You just push it all the way through. <laughs> yeah. So, so doctor, your your leg is hurting pretty bad. Um, it, it's it didn't I'll go. Off, I'll, I'll take off my belt and, and uh, tie it around the the wound. Okay. Um, not like tourniquet style. Just you're just trying to put pressure on it, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do um. Do you have first aid other than base? Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, why don't you try to patch yourself up? Because you have medicine, I believe. Yeah. And nope. No? Okay. <laughs> Didn't work. Tighten that belt just a little bit too tight. Um, okay. Yeah. So you start to push the shells and the gravel away uh, where Dr. Robert was digging earlier. And there seems to be like a, it, it wasn't just a splotch or anything on the floor. There seems to be like a, a hard line to it. It's a mark. All right. 
like a like a groove in the ground? Uh, not necessarily a groove, but almost like it was painted Drawing on. Painted. Yeah, yeah. It's a witch mark. See if we can dig it up. No, we don't have time. We got to find that. Ow, ow. Got to find that ring. Well, it might be in the ground hole. Yeah. Is that a good idea? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I take I the know. saber and I just try and try and clear 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 a path from the the gravel away to see if it forms any kind of shape. Okay. Um, do you all can do an idea roll? Uh, twelve. Yes. Um. That's okay. Twelve. I'll just tell you. Uh, I made it. Yeah, the, as you're kind of trying to scooch the gravel away with a sharp, pointy saber, you realize there's a shovel sitting against the wall right next to you. Oh, along with, oh yeah. Along with a hoe, and there was even a trowel at one point. What's she doing down here? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here, let's uncover whatever the hell that is. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I grab the hoe. <laughs> so we can grab the rake. I'll get the rake. And the shovel. And, and I'll get uh, the yeah, so you guys start digging away. Uh, there's a little bit of urgency now because things are kind of picking up on you. Um, We're also keeping and, an eye out for that ring. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're pushing the gravel aside. You're, you're digging through it. And the more you look at this markings on the limestone floor... It seems to be almost taking up that whole, like at the center, the cross section of the L. Mm -hmm. There's a circle. It's about maybe five feet in diameter. This is witchcraft, boys. Obviously. When you, when you clear enough gravel away, you look, and the first thing you notice is that it's definitely some sort of symbol, some arcane occult type symbol. I need Any you all to do a sanity roll, please. Okay. Because as you're looking at it, it's oh, wavering. Made it. It's wavering on the ground, so it's it's like moving. I failed. Failed. I failed. Made it. So just take one for a pass and a one d four for a. a Whoa! Hopefully, oh, no. they got another four. It's, it's not it's moving. Not so bad. I got a four. I got it worse. And I got a three. What the uh, hell? I have lost 20%. Okay. Of my... Uh, so this is obviously freaking you out. As you pretty much get to the point where you've now uncovered most of the sigil, why don't you all do a luck roll? Yes, because I didn't spend any of my luck. I got a 97. <laughs> Effin kidding me. Yeah, 34. Uh, I got a 55. I got a 55 out of 50. Maybe I should have rolled, re rolled my, uh, my luck. Sal? Okay. Uh -huh. The you actually got the worst luck, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
I should have stayed in ballet school. As the three of them are, are kind of clearing that rubble away and then they uncovered that sigil, you're staring at it and all, and you have a sudden, the hairs on the back of your neck, not from the silver plate, but the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and you have a strong sense that there's something behind you. Okay, I'm going to wheel around really quickly. As you do, your flashlight, the beam of the flashlight, spins around. And as everybody's down there, they've all got their flashlights. The lights are moving about, and the, it's creating a weird shadow pattern of all the wow. junk and stuff. That's, And in that process, you see what looks like, it's a little hard to describe, but it looks like a shadow mixed or melted with smoke. And it's form, forming in front of you as a large black smoke moving thing. object thing. Okay. Um, that's probably going to elicit a sanity roll and a big scream. Yes. As I jump back away from it. Uh, no, I did not pass the sanity. Okay. What do I roll? Uh, 1d8. Yeah. Where's my 8-sided dice? And as he screams, the rest of you turn around and, they, and you see it too. Oh, here's my 8-sided Oh my dice. god! So you all can do sanity. I got a 6. So at this point, I scream, I fall backwards, and I'm out of control. What do you want me to do? Do, a, do an intelligence roll first. Let's see if you're actually comprehending it all. If it, now if we failed it, what are we roll? 1d4? Yes. Uh, fail is a 1d8. Oh my uh, gosh. Yes, I well, that, comprehended it. So that's another four. That's seven altogether. Passed a 1d3. You had a seven, Wayne? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I got a four on this. Seven altogether. Oh, altogether? Um, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so you. you you're all shaken up at this point. I mean, this is like, what the hell? Oh is yeah, it? I've lost. Yeah, um, Sal, you you in particular are are frozen in 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 your footsteps. You, you you don't know what to do. You're you're just screaming, screaming. This thing's right in front of you, um, and it reaches out with some sort of a dare I say tentacle like appendage. And it grabs your left arm, and you're going to take one point of damage. But when it grabs it, it's crushing. It's a, it's the strength on this thing is incredible. So, at this point, I'm just ah! I'm frozen. I'm not trying to get away or anything. I'm just stuck. What would the rest of you like to do? Um, this thing seems to be made up of like smoke. And you did hear I lost six sanity all at yep. once. Okay. I lost seven at once there too. So I'm kind of just like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, when I rolled my sanity, I had a lot of presence of mind. I just got a zero two. And um, I'm beginning to think uh, that as a family member, maybe I could do something about this. 
and uh, I kind of charge towards it with the saber and swing the saber at the shadow. Sure. The smoke. And I shout at the top of my voice, get back in the name of the family name. Blackwood. In the name of the Blackwood family. And I swing the sword. Okay. Do I... Um... Um, I have no idea if I can. I guess we can't stop you in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> Not you have a freaking I, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't have any skills in swords. I just have got an arm, but I rolled a forty-five, so I don't know if that, what that is. Uh, whatever your brawl skill is. You okay. Brawl. Fighting brawl. Um, yeah, uh, forty. Just. 45, so it was just over. Okay. So in, in the darkness and in the cramped quarters, you kind of, you come close, but you don't actually connect. Is it responding to my shouting the Blackwood name and... No. <clears throat> Nothing? Nope. Plan B, we need to get the ring. I'm taking a big breath. <gasps> ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm Eric, Eric, what do you want to yes. do? Uh, trying to snap out of it. I'm just like, ring, okay. ring, 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 ring. Yeah, that's that's uh, good thinking. Do you, do you want to? You basically you could try to attack it and possibly freeze out, or you could search for the ring and possibly going to search for the ring going to break just break out of this whole freeze i'm in and just go for looking for the ring frantically all right i'm going to come back to you um robert what would you like to do uh well while he's looking for the ring i will try to separate sal from this beast okay um i guess um I'm going to just try to charge at it and see if I can sort of slam into it and dissipate it a bit. If I can dissipate it, maybe it will let Sal go for, for a moment. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Let me uh, clarify just a little bit. The smoke and the shadow has formed into almost what looks like a physical object thing. So it's it just... looks solid now. It's not It's not exactly. intense. Right, okay, so there's still... There's still smoke and shadow around it, but it looks but like a physical thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to try to. Not that big though. But anyway, I will try to like tackle it. Tackle. I'm still going to try. Still going to try to like knock him off of uh, Sal. Okay. Um, the thing's big though. Do you want? Are you trying to like grapple it? Or are you trying to like? You're just trying to knock it away. Is that? Yeah. I guess. I guess I can't do that. I mean. Oh. You're gonna try to barrel into it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. All right. Do I um do a like, brawl? Like, like like yeah, like basically barrel into like its midsection. It's um like abdomen area. Let me see. Where's my brawl skill? Ooh. I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. I think I might die here, fellas. <laughs> No, no, no. 
I got a 99. Oh, my. Oh. Mm -hmm. So he barrels into me. So you kind of uh, duck your head. You start to ram head first, putting your shoulder, all your weight behind this thing. And because you ducked your head, you weren't exactly watching where you were going. So this thing just kind of like easily sidesteps just a few inches away. And you brush right past it and knock yourself into the, the wall behind it. <laughs> oh, man, this demon is a jerk. <laughs> no, it's not like he's going to like lift us up and tear us apart and burn us and everything. That's like that. next. He's, 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 he's doing like practical joke type stuff. He's throwing stuff at people when their backs are turned. You know. Um, at 99, um, does he damage himself when he slams into the wall, head down? Man, yeah. I wasn't going to uh, say anything, but since you're going to force yeah, it, oh man, <laughs> yeah, okay, Tom. Why don't you take? I'll remember that next time. I'm supposed to try to save your life. <laughs> hey, I'm about to be possessed by Satan, so I have to take a, a point of damage. Okay. Um, Sal, why don't you roll a power roll? That's you, Tom. See if, see if you can snap yourself out of this. Uh, I got a 72 out of 50. I really didn't make it. And with that, another out. appendage comes out of this mass of darkness. Uh -huh. You can see that on the ends and on not even to any logical reason, but on, on various spots on this, on this appendage, there are mouths. It's a mouth with all these sharp needle-like teeth. Okay. It comes out and it wraps around your other arm now. Okay. All right. Once again, my sanity's shattered. So, mm -hmm. do I do another sanity roll? No, I don't think. So. I don't think you need to. You've. All right. I'm. I'm crumpling. I'm probably just crumpling to the ground at this point. All right. Um. Let's see. Eric, why don't you do a spot hidden for me? Nope. Okay. But, uh, but given the circumstances, I'm going to go ahead and push it. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see. Give me, give me a second. Don't be before you roll. Because usually if you fail a push roll, something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will tell you that if you fail, you may possibly risk physical damage. That's fine. Ah, too. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sitting here in my house thinking, "All right, how easy should I make it for them to find this ring?" I'm like, uh, "He's got to get an extreme." Who's oh, two. <laughs> on a pushed roll at that. Yeah, as you are searching frantically, you're digging through the gravel. You're you're cutting your hands up as you're digging because the the clamshells are sharp. Oh yeah, you're pushing the, the the stuff the stuff away, the debris away, and all of That's a sudden. That's get a point of damage on that because of all the clamshells yeah, on my sure. fingers and stuff. Yeah, you uh, in that in that glimpse of your flashlight, it catches something shiny, and you see some glinting in the light in the, you know, buried in this hand in the clamshells. Going for it, grabbing it. Okay, uh, I'm gonna let um, Jeffrey and also Robert do another action if they want. Well, after my field attempt with the saber, 
and I've, I'm seeing the state of our private detective. I realised the physical attack is a waste of time, and I, my instinct was to rush back and look with uh, Eric. Okay. And I, I see he's kind of seems to. I'm going over towards him because he seems to be finding you know something's happening there. I think I okay. got something. Robert, how about you? I'm I'm just coming out of my me rushing head first into the wall, so I'm kind of dazed, and I okay. look up. Yeah, so no actions for me. No action. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sal, do you want to do another power roll? Oh. <laughs> Normally I think about what my name is going to be for quite some time. <laughs> uh, this time I passed, 23. Okay. So you have snapped yourself out of it, but you are I'm still being held. Now. You're too, both your arms are being held right now. Um, the little mouths are giving me little monster kisses. Bitten into your arm, and they're just increasing the the grip that this thing has on you. What the fuck? There's another appendage coming out, and it's heading towards your left leg. Do you want to do anything? Um, keep my left leg away from it. <laughs> <laughs> as ridiculous as that sounds. Do I suppose that's got to be what I'm trying to do. Uh, I got a 29. Nice. Uh, which, yeah. So th this thing comes slithering out at you, and you lift your leg the last second, and yeah. it, it's it's blindly waving about you know, and frantically looking and searching for your leg. All, All right. right so. um, Eric and Jeffrey, you both see this ring now sitting, sitting in the gravel. What do you want to do? I'm like, let's get this ring on my finger. Get it, now. get it. All right, I'm going to be mean. I'm going to make you do a dex roll. Okay. Your your nerves are shot. There's chaos all around you. It's dark. It's trying to get my nuts. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe this. I go. I jump over and put the ring on like this. Zero one. <laughs> <laughs> Zero the ring, one. Yeah. The ring flies up in the air, yeah. and in slow motion, you hold your hand out to catch it, and it lands on your finger. <laughs> Did I go invisible? <laughs> Did I go invisible or not? No. I shout as, as the ring goes on my finger. I shout, "My precious, my precious." <laughs> yeah, but. At that, the moment that ring uh, um, lands on your finger and, and you get it, you put it on your finger, the creature lets out a, a blood-curdling, not a scream, not a growl, just a <coughs> noise that you've never heard before. Ah! It, it screams, and it, it, gets, it, it gets pulled to the center of that sigil that was on the floor. Do I get dragged along with it, or does it? At the moment, know? right now, you're dragged along with it. Yes. It's trying to take I, I, me with it. <laughs> I just, I just shout out uh, in the name of the Blackwood family, let him go, or something like that. You know, I'm just trying to somehow get the creature to release uh, Sal. Okay. I'm good. While while he's doing that. Um, 
I'm, I'm at this point snapped out of my my dazedness. I'm going to try to launch myself towards Sal and grab his hand to try to uh, pull him back. You can probably grab my feet. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting on the floor there, just catching my breath up with all this going on. Um, give me a second. I want to look at something real quick. Okay. Um, could everybody do a luck roll for me, please? Pass. 20. Uh, pass. Pass. 30. 16. I got 100. Ooh. Oh, geez. Oh. So the three of you that passed, you are on the, the basement was in that L shape, remember? Right. Mm -hmm. The sigil is at the, the corner of the L. Right. So the three of you that pass your luck roll are on this side, the short side, where the ladder is. Okay. Jeffrey, you're on the long side. So you're going to have to somehow get around this thing, dive, run, some somehow get past it. But right now it's still got two tentacles on Sal, and the third one is still whipping around. Um, I'm probably fourth, laying on my stomach now because it's dragged me this way. It's holding you. It's holding you in the air almost. You're you're getting lifted okay. off your feet at, from time to time. Um, a fourth one comes out and goes towards your right leg. It's trying to get my nuts. What do you want to do? Um, I'm doing like a little ballet dance, trying to keep the thing away from my from getting a hold of me. Okay. Do a dodge roll. Oh, five. Nice. So those ballet classes paid off. Yep. <laughs> but it looks ridiculous, probably. It looks ridiculous, but it worked. The, uh, the thing missed your leg. And again, it lets out a blood-curdling scream. And you're, it, the first one that grabbed on your left arm, it lets go. It's not just the one that's got teeth buried in my arm. Oh, they both had the teeth. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I've got that, I am going to pull my freaking gun out and point it right down at the thing and just start firing. Okay. Ah. Um, you're going to unload everything or? Pretty much. All right. Um. Why don't you do two rolls? I don't want to draw that out too long. Just do uh, two two firearms. Uh, yes, first one's a pass. Okay. 58 out of 60. And the second one is a double, is a 100. <laughs> That's oh. the only reason I had you roll, was just to see if you had a malfunction. So bang, click, 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 ah. click. We'll say uh, you get three shots off. Okay. And a little damage for, for three shots. Uh, let's see. We are right in front of it. So uh, 1d10. So three 1d10s. Yeah. Uh, uh, six points, one point, one point. Wow. 
eight points total out of a potential 30. It was enough to get it to release the other tentacle. Okay. So at the moment, you are free. All right. I'm going straight to the ladder and up the fucking ladder. <laughs> Although I can't. My arm's really achy. So I'm at the ladder. Jeffrey, you have a split second to decide what, how you want to try to get past this thing. Oh, sorry, you're muted still. I've still got the saber, so I'm going to try and get stay outside the circle. I don't want to go over that circle. Okay. And uh, as, as I'm kind of rushing by, I'm just swinging the saber in case any tentacles slash out. All right. Um, do a... Hmm. Do a brawl. I'll tell you, you can decide. Do a brawl or a dex, whatever's your higher skill. I'll, I'll, do, a, I'll do a dex that's a little bit higher. Okay. 25, easy success. Nice. Uh, yeah, so this thing makes one last attempt to grab your leg as you're going by, and it misses you. Cool. You guys are all basically huddled around the, the bottom of the ladder at this point. Mm-hmm. And you look back, and you see this thing start to slowly, what, uh, dematerialize, vaporize in what sounds like another horrendous scream type yell Ow. and and as it's visually disappearing the sound also is fading away and in a moment's time it's incredibly quiet and silent down here until i yell fuck you jeffrey and your whole fucking family <laughs> <laughs> And that's actually I've, it. We, I mean, we, we can go through some of the cleanup wait. if you want. As far I mean, sure. That was good. Well, I'm going to be institutionalized for at least a couple of months. I believe there was some some heavy sanity loss around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably suffered at least two points from each of those attacks to your arms, Tom. So that was probably another four points physical damage. That would have I would have had I would have been anemic by this point. So. Um, lightheaded, and, and of course, we, the, we try, the, the doctors are asking me, How did you get to, these wounds? I'm like, A fucking snake monster from hell came out of the ground and attacked me. And they're like, Yeah, put him in the what? What's the place? Arkansas. What's the place in New York? Uh, well, at some, uh, some point, we're gonna have to come up with some kind of something to tell, tell, to, to tell, to tell them and figure out how to, how to get uh, Arthur off. That's an excellent point, because in the excitement of all that, I forgot something. So just as you're headed up the stairs, up that ladder, uh, you look behind you, and in the pile of gravel that you had shoveled aside to uncover the sigil, you see a skull. It's mostly there. There's parts missing. But there are also bits of flesh hanging off of it. So... Based off of a simple medicine roll, you know that that would be Rosemary's skull. And the thing of it is, is that when you grab it on your way out, once you get back up into the parlor area and the, the lid slams closed, you're looking closely at the skull and you can see there's teeth marks um, from that tentacle type thing that, that grabbed him. But the thing is, is that those teeth marks 
make it look as though she was killed by a wild animal. They're they're clearly not. Mm. They're not. They're not knife cuts. They're not axe cuts. It's mm. it's an animal that that killed her. Okay. Well, I say, gentlemen, we need to clear. Is it Arthur's name? Yes. Uh, we need to clear his name. Let's put the skull out into the woods and we'll say we found the skull. Well, let's take it with us and let's we say we found it in the woods. Yeah. Well, no. Say a bear got at it. Well, no, because if yeah. we were to do that, then that's removing evidence off the scene. Might not be a good thing, right, Detective? Uh, right, Detective? Uh, I care what the fuck you do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I think you got a point there. Why don't we go ahead and, and set something up, and just say that we found the skull. You know, telephone it in, call the cops in, say, hey, "Look at what we found." Yeah. And um, I think uh, probably thinking back on it, the the police had already seen and photographed all the blood in the basement. So somehow you could probably come up with a story that somehow an animal got down in the basement with her and maybe it panicked or something and, and couldn't get out and so it attacked her. Well, easily a, a black bear. They, they're all over the place around here in this part of the country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They, uh, there's all sorts of problems with the story, of course. Yes. He's probably going to end up in prison Yeah. Um, because it could simply be that he murdered his wife and then a wild animal ate her body um but in any case there's enough doubt that well and with what we had here we can kind of concoct a story that we got a uh, we got attacked by some uh unknown assailants but we drove them off and uh that would at least put a shadow of the doubt even further that maybe uh, we he, you know we could get him, uh arthur a reduced prison sentence if mm -hmm. uh, not off the hook in the fact that there was somebody here trying to screw around. We found evidence of tampering here after the police had left. We got attacked. Um, and That's then we true. found the, 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 uh, the, the, well, uh, we, skull we, in the woods. Cer we certainly have evidence that we were attacked. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we didn't, we couldn't get a good, good look in there. They, they came in and out threw stuff at us, stabbed, Stabbed uh, one of us, you right. know, cut cheeks, you know, and, and something was going on there. We, and we it was should just say we could say there was a confusion. vagrant that was hiding in the basement. I think there were a couple of them, actually, uh, the but woman, a couple unknown assailants, but they were out to get us. In any case, cool. Yeah. All right. Shall we end it there? Yeah. Excellent. All right, our players included Ken Trench, Wayne Worthy, Ford Fitch, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations when we first publish them. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft 
and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.